What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Upper Room Devotional Studies. <laughs> we are continuing in James chapter 1, 5 through 8. We are. Uh, here's our text for today. We got, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That man ought to, not to expect um, that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Well, this text comes right off of the top rope with a uh, a difficulty that I think that a lot of people struggle with, which is double-mindedness. And this is like a massive theme throughout most of the book of James. Mm-hmm. Most people may not realize there's um, a type, there's different types of literature in the Bible. Uh, you, you know, you have biographies like the Gospels, you have history, you have uh, hymnic or so the, the, the Psalter, you have, um, you have wisdom literature, which James is. It's the only book in the New Testament which is wisdom literature. The mm-hmm. Old Testament, we have, we have Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, and actually Job is wisdom literature. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know that. But James is hammering on this, here's what's smart – Here's what's dumb. (laughs) What do you mean by uh, double-mindedness? Well, double-mindedness is this tendency we have to change our mind. It's this tendency that we have to make a decision, know it's the right thing, and halfway through it, given the circumstances (laughs) or what is going on, never mind. (laughs) Decide this was a bad idea. I changed my mind. I want to go back. It's it's the Israelites. Mm. Israelite, you know, you get out of Israel and you're like, oh, we're free. This was a great decision. Now I'm in the desert. You know, Israel or uh, uh, Egypt is starting to sound pretty good. I miss slavery. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we we've talked about you know. Slavery and and uh, freedom and a lot of those things just in in different times, but the picture in this really does have to do with slavery because slavery is a tendency to continue in the old patterns and old processes and old ways, and freedom is the ability to change. Nice. <laughs> it's the ability yep. to do something else. In our day and age, we confuse freedom with license a lot. Freedom has more to do with virtue. It means the ability to choose the right thing. A lot of people don't have the ability to choose the right thing. They keep choosing the wrong thing, yeah. and it's a mistake again and again and again. But freedom uh, actually means to choose the right thing, and we sometimes think freedom means license. It means I can do whatever I want. That's yeah. not what the Bible means when it talks about freedom. It doesn't mean I can do whatever you know I feel like doing in the moment. Uh, it means I have the ability to not do what I feel like doing in the moment. And that's really the heart of this passage, is he's saying, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask God. Ask God. He's going to give you wisdom. He's going to give generously without reproach, with no, you know, he's not going to hold back or be frustrated by you asking him, God, I need, I need wisdom. It will be given him. But it says this, he must ask in faith without any doubting. If you're the person who's like, God, I need wisdom, and then God puts you in a circumstance where you're going to have to rely on him to gain wisdom, and you're like, never mind, I changed my mind. Yeah, yeah, I need to go back. <laughs> then that's, your, that's, that's faith without, or that's wisdom without faith or a decision without faith. You're asking God for something, and then when he gives you the circumstance that's going to provide it, you lack the faith to actually gain the thing that you're hoping to mm. get. Um, it's a, it sucks. Yeah. Anybody know this guy? Like th- this guy who who goes from job to job to job mm-hmm. to job to job, and he's always wondering why his employer won't pay him more. 
Yeah. Or he's always wondering why every job I get is always a bad one or every relationship they're in is always the bad one. And it's like, what's, what's the problem? Well, it turns out if you stick around long enough anywhere, usually you grow and you learn and good things come from it. Yeah. But the more you move around, you can tell, you can say something, well, I'm gaining experience. Well, you're not gaining any experience through patience or difficulty. You're gaining more understanding, but less wisdom. You know, mm. great. I have more knowledge, but I don't have the patience to put that knowledge to, to work. Yeah. Um, what do you think of when you see this text? I'm hung up on the word doubt. Oh, I doubt yeah. all the time. And I always felt like that's just a part of growing in a relationship. Yeah. Well, he must ask in faith without any doubting for the one who doubts is like a surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Okay. So, so some of what he's I talking. I hear that as like no direction. You so, have doubt. You have no direction. Well, so here's what he's saying. Doubt that is giving birth to action. Mm. Okay. When we read faith, remember in our context, we tend to think of, um, we tend to think of an intellectual understanding Yeah, and it's not, it's allegiance to a Lord. Yeah. It's it's faith. Um, it's an understanding that leads to an action. In the same way, here he's talking about doubt leading to an action. So so it's not to say, man, this is hard because I have fears. Mm-hmm. It, that's 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 okay. You're allowed to be afraid. You wouldn't have to have faith if you if you didn't have these things in the first place. But the difference is, what are you allowing to drive you? Mm-hmm. Because he's saying, if you step into something, you're like, God told me to do this. And then as soon as you step into it, you're walking back because you're like, never mind, I changed my mind. That's somebody who's actually being tossed. Okay. Somebody who's standing firm in their faith is saying, I see the waves. This sucks. I know I'm supposed to be here, even though there may be a voice that's saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That's, yeah. Yeah. that's how you grow. And the person who listens to the doubt and acts on it is the person who's doubting. Mm-hmm. The person who listens to God and acts on it is faithing. <laughs> it's is that an actual it's, word. <laughs> it's well. That's what's ironic. Pistis in the Greek is is the word for faith, mm-hmm. and it mean it's an action. It's a verb. It means mm. to. Do, it's not something that's that's stagnant. It's it's actually something that's moving. It has velocity. And so when we think about the word faith, I want you to think about faith, and which is why I like the word allegiance yeah. for faith, because it means an action I'm choosing to do, not a thought I'm choosing to have. Because you have all kinds of thoughts. Thoughts only determine your future if you let them have their way. Yeah. And so here's what it says. For the man ought not to expect anything that's that's allowing doubt to drive his, his life, right? Um, he will not receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man and stable in all his ways. What is he saying? He has two gods. He has two gods. One is what he knows is the right thing to do. And the second is what he feels like doing in the moment. Mm. And that person is the person on the chessboard who is moving the piece back and forth from one place to another. There is no progress because he just doesn't want to be trapped. Yeah. And he's terrified and he feels like, okay, if I do this, then I'm safe. Then I'm sa- you lose. Eventually yeah. you lose the game if you keep moving that one piece back and forth because you don't know what else to do <laughs> or you're afraid to take steps forward. So what would you say to that person today who's hearing this and being like, I, I'm doubting hard right now? How do I get out of this? Yeah. Yeah. I think this passage is this awesome reminder to fix your eyes on Jesus. And when you read this passage, you want to think to yourself about Peter, who's getting out of the boat hmm. and he's fixing his eyes on Christ and not fixing his eyes on the storm. Christian, the second you take a step of faith out of the boat, you're in a storm. 
period. You are. Yeah. Why? Because I just stepped out into a place where I have to trust God. You know what, though? The boat's not faith. They're still his disciples, but they're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. They're in the storm. They're being driven by the storm. And what we want to think is Peter getting out of the boat. The second you take a step of faith, Christian, you're in a storm. And I want you to know this so that you're not surprised. Nice. So often we step into the storm and we're like, why am I on the water? What <laughs> Because this is how you get closer to Jesus. This is how you walk on the water is by fixing your eyes on Christ in the storm and not on the storm itself. Now. The beauty of this is if you've been the person who has constantly caved in the past, God is always looking at you and saying, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? Why, why did you allow doubt to take your eyes off of me and place it onto the storm and then define your reality when you can fix your eyes on Christ and allow that to define your reality? And remember, this is wisdom literature. So he's making the point there are two principles at work. And we need to be focusing on Jesus and allowing real wisdom from God, driven by faith, to grow in us in our circumstances. And to the level that you do that, God is going to draw near to you, and you get to walk on the waves. Nice. Yeah. And it's excellent. <laughs> right on. Tongue-tied there. Sorry. Well, guys, uh, <laughs> uh, spend some time walking in faith today, and whatever you feel like God has legitimately called you into— Step out and keep your eyes on him. Don't let the storm take your eyes off Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Catch you next time. Have a good one.